The best understanding of America begins, or so it seems to us, with the realization that this nation is young yet, that she's still new and unfinished, that even now, America is man's greatest adventure in time and space. The University of North Carolina, through a grant and aid from the National Association of Educational Broadcasters, presents American Adventure, a study of man in the new world. A series made possible by the Fund for Adult Education, an independent agency established by the Ford Foundation. Written by John Ely, directed by John Clayton, today's recorded program is The Rat on Lincoln Avenue. This is the story of a block of Avenue and the people who were on it on the evening of July 22nd, 1934. The street is named Lincoln Avenue. You in Chicago may have heard of it. The number of the block is 2400. There was a theater, a national tea company store, two garages, a restaurant, a saloon. It's just a piece of street in Chicago. What of the people? Well, they were real people that night in 1934. But real people speak without being recorded, act without reporters. There were no reporters there at 8.40 p.m. The reporters came later, so we can't use the real people. But the street is real, the night is real, the theater is lighted and the bar is open. What happened that night is real. And the people, though not real, are as alive as we can make them. Collins? Uh? What are those men doing out on the street? I don't know. Come here to the window and look. Oh, for the Lord's sake, Claire, can I get a shirt on? Where? Standing right there in front of the theater. Oh, I don't know. Here, fasten the sleep button for me. Hold still. Oh, it's broke. Mm, they always break. Everything I have breaks. Well, take off the shirt and I'll sew it for you. Who do you reckon those men are, Collins? I don't know. Look all right. Can a few men stand around on the sidewalk? Hard-looking men. Here's the shirt. Hurry. The movie's about to start. Maybe they're part of a game. Oh, Claire. Maybe there'll be a killing. Oh, them. Claire, please. Well, they, they do look like gamesters or, or policemen. Well, it's hard to tell which. Hmm. How many down there? Well, I can see eight or nine. Uh, and look across the street, over the garage. Yeah. Well, they seem to be watching the theater. And there, two more crossing the street towards us. Going in the restaurant downstairs. I tell you, Collins, they look like part of a game. Get this table by the window. Right. Let me sit over here where I can see the car. You watch down the street. What time you got? About 8.45, Jim. What do you mean about? My watch says 8.47 p.m. Central Standard Time. Somebody mentioned 8.50, you know. 
Three minutes more. What's the boss doing now? He's in the car, talking to somebody. I wish Johnny would get here. You think he'll come? How do I know? We'll get him if he does. You gentlemen want to order now? Oh, we'll wait. We closed the main part of the kitchen at 8.30, you know. No, I didn't, but I'll remember it. What I mean by that, no dinner's ordered after 8.30. But if you want a dinner, I'll, I'll let you order it There's now. a man in a gray suit coming, kid. Johnny doesn't wear a coat. Maybe he's changed. No. Look, you gentlemen hear me? We got roast beef and some fried chicken left. You want it or not? You want a dinner, kid? No, I, I'm not hungry. I'll take the roast beef. On the dinner or you want a sandwich? I want the dinner. And a glass of milk. I'll bring it just as soon as I can get it ready. Why aren't you hungry, kid? Oh, nervous? Sure. Why? This is big, you know that. This will make every paper in the country. Sure, papers all over the world. Do you just wait for the signal, that's all. Isn't that right? Yeah, easy. It's Anne, too. My girl. She told me if I came on this, we were through. There's a man coming down the sidewalk without a coat. What's he wearing? Sports shirt, light blue, gray pants. It's not Johnny. Johnny wears a tie. I, I can't let Ann go, can I? Huh? When I was young, just a kid, Ann was older. I liked her, but she was older than me. You know how it is? Sure, just like you said. Older boys. She got married, married a punk, no good. Well, let's talk about something else. She's divorced now. She likes me. You ought to see the way she takes on about me. And when you consider that when she was a kid, all the boys liked her. Then this afternoon, she gets squeamish on me. Don't tell me all your troubles. We're here. We've got a job to do. I know about that. There's a man coming along with two other fellas. It isn't Johnny, then. Look, when Johnny comes and the boss gives a signal, what do we do? Take him. Do we shoot? Well, that's up to Johnny. Probably not. Can we shoot through this window? Sure, it'll break. But through the door screen is better. It's 8.50 now. You like to eat salt? Huh? No. Here, try it. Shake some out in your hand and eat it. I don't want any salt. It's good. No. There's a man coming come along with two women. Now that could be Johnny. No coat, tie, white shoes. Don't stare. Ain't you going to look? I'm looking for the signal, that's all. Here's the milk. I'll bring the dinner in a minute. Thanks. You want peas or carrots? Carrots. You want vegetable or fruit salad? Fruit. You want French fries or mashed potatoes? Mashed. Gee, you know your own mind, mister. I like that in a man. That's the one I meant passing now. Signal? Looks like Johnny from here. Except he's got black hair. Look, is there a signal or not? They're letting him walk on by. He's stopping at the movie house, best I can tell. What's the boss doing? He's in his car, watching. Maybe it's not Johnny. like Johnny to me, boss. Black hair. It's Johnny's shoulders. No scar. Straight nose. But it's Johnny's shoulders. It's not Johnny's face. It's Johnny's face. I never saw this guy before. That's him. You can change your face, change your hair, cut off a scar. You can't change him. There, walking away from the box office, you see? Yeah. Looks like Johnny, all right. That's him. You going to give the signal? Uh, not now. Too many people on the street now. Uh, let him see the movie. We'll get him coming out. Two hours is a long wait, boss. I waited longer than two hours. You got men on the back doors of that theater? How could I? Every door. Call in the rest of the men. Put two men on every door. Tell them he's dyed his hair black and changed his face. Right. 
You get his description? White silk shirt, nice gray tie flicked with black, white canvas shoes, curled trousers. Two men on every door. Yeah. My shirt, Claire. Are you going to set a button on my shirt? I'm sewing it. You've been sewing it forever. He's talking to those men over at the garage, Colin. Maybe he's waiting on a car. One of them is walking away, and the tall man's going on down the street. Uh. Collins, I'm afraid. I think I'll call the police. Claire, Claire, wait a minute. Uh, you know, sometimes people get mixed up in things that well, ain't of their business. Well, what, for instance? I mean, uh, well, maybe, maybe they're cops, Claire. Well, if they're cops, won't the cops know it? Well, maybe they ain't cops. Maybe they, maybe they're a gang, like you said. Look, honey, forget it, will you? It's the first time in ten years you've called me, honey. Well, look, forget it, will you? Well, can I call the police if I don't tell them who I am? They'll trace it. How? I don't know how. Well, I'm going to call them, Collins. After all, somebody might get hurt. If I was down there, I'd want somebody to call them. Operator? Operator, I want to get information. We'll be going to, to the movies, Claire. You know, Clark Gable, you, you know, you like him. You never miss Clark Gable. Well, he's on tomorrow night, too. Uh, information? I want the nearest police station. I'm on Lincoln Avenue, 2400 block. Besides, we go to the movies all the time. Mm. Movies or you go bowling, never stay home and talk. Oh, start that again, Claire. Uh, <laughs> w- would you ring them, please, operator? This is an emergency. Well, this is no emergency. They'll laugh at you. The cops get dozens of calls like uh, this. Police station? Uh, this is an unnamed party that lives on Lincoln Avenue. Uh, there are 20 or 30 men on the street outside my window. Uh, tough-looking men. I'm afraid somebody's going to get hurt. Claire, there aren't 30 men out well, there. Well, officer, you can certainly come to look for yourself if you want to. Or, or my husband's right here. He'll tell you. Here, Collins, they want to speak to you. Uh-huh. Come on, Collins, but, hurry. Oh. Hello? Yes, uh, yes. Well, you see, my wife was looking out of the window at the traffic, as she always does, and, uh, well, she noticed those strange men, two of them in the parked car, and others standing in the doorways around, you see. Huh? Oh, 2400 Lincoln Avenue, that's right. Uh, now, I think that... What did the police say, Collins? He said thanks, and he hung up. Well, didn't you tell him it's an oh, emergency? what I told him? Well, they'll look into it, I think. Well, they'd better. Collins? Yeah, honey? Lock the door. Oh, Claire, you... You think we should? Lock it. All right. Claire, what are you doing? Well, I, I, I'm looking for that... Do- oh, here it is. Oh, Claire, put the pistol down. You'll shoot somebody. Well, it doesn't have any bullets. What are you doing with it, then? Well, I feel better with it. <laughs> it's only a twenty-two. Oh, it comforts me, Collins, that's mm. all. When you're out bowling at night, I always sit here by the window with the door locked, look at the nice young people go by with a pistol in my hand. I, I get afraid. It's company. Yeah. You never told me you'd get afraid. Didn't I? Bring your chair up to the window so we can both see. Oh, this is crazy, Claire. I I know, but isn't it strange? Right in front of our window, just like in the movies. Johnny's looking at. Oh. What's 
funny. It's a crime picture. It's one of those crime does not pay pictures. <laughs> he sees crime does not pay, then he comes out and we get him. <laughs> well, I see. When will Johnny be out? Well, the film's over at 10.30. I expect it'll all be over before 10.35. <laughs> For over an hour, I heard you talking. Ann's nothing to me. I don't know her. Change of subject. Ann's a good girl. Okay, okay. She just doesn't want me to get mixed up in crime, stuff like that. If you shoot a guy like Johnny, you mark yourself. Maybe. Baby face, pretty boy, guys like that. You mark yourself. So you mark them. It's a dog-eat-dog existence. Did, did you think it wasn't? Say. What? Cops. Don't look around. What they doing? Talking to the boss. Just walked up to his car. What they want? How do I know? How did they find out? Who can tell things like that? They could really mess it up. Johnny C. Blue uniforms, three of them out You'd there. You take off like a bullet. Faster. Give him one and he's gone. He's magic, that guy. Are they still talking to the boss? Yeah. What'll he tell him? Oh, he's a talker. You tell him his kid sister's inside and he's waiting to drive her home anything. Gee. I want a beer, do you? No drinking, Joe. I'm thirsty. Cops are moving away now. Coming in here? Walking up the street. Don't look. Why, why don't you be eating your food? Yeah, it's a good idea. Gee, it's, it's cold, this food. They, they didn't come in. They're going on up the street. One of them's coming back, Joe. Huh? He's coming in. You want me to talk? Yeah. Coming over here. Excuse me. Huh? Oh, hello, officer. We got the report. We're investigating is all. I noticed your dinner looks cold. I uh, wasn't hungry. You mind showing me some identification? I don't have any on me. You want to come to headquarters? On what charge? Eating dinner? Eating a cold dinner? Look, we got a report that some crooks are around. What do you mean work. by that? You see the other two cops outside the window? You want me to call them in? All right. Here you are. Don't touch it. Just look. Chicago, Indiana Police. Special assignment. This George? Of course it is. What's your height? Five ten. Eyes? Blue. Color of hair? Brown. Scars? Bullet wound, left arm. Let me see. Sure. There you are. What are you doing here? Special assignment. Mean anything to you? Big job? You know the rules, buddy. Move on. I'm just interested. Who's your buddy? I'm spe special agent, FBI. I see. Sorry. Got a call, you know. Funny we don't know about this at the local precinct. It's mostly FBI. They ran in a few of us from Indiana. I see. Thought you might be crooks. Can't tell the difference, huh? Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference, buddy. What you mad about, Joe? That cop. Can't tell the difference. Oh, forget him. Gets under my skin. I chase criminals for 20 years. I end up looking like one. We got the biggest crook of all in a theater. Got him surrounded. But you can't tell him from a cop without a scorecard. Oh, get off that kind of talk, will you? You think this being a cop is a great, big, beautiful life, don't you? I don't know. Well, I agree with you, girl. Get out of this racket. It's Sunday night. You ought to be in a church somewhere instead of here with me. Waiting at a big plate glass window for John Dillinger to come out of a theater. 
You ought to be in bed. I wouldn't worry about it. Let me tell you something. Mine? No. My daughter's 17. She brought home a young kid the other night. Young fella. Nervous. First one she brought home. So she introduced us and he sat out. Finally he said, Well, what do you do for a living, sir? And I said, I'm a cop. Then he looks at me. Startled, sudden like, you know, like, like people look at cops as if do you slug them in the kidneys where it won't leave a bruise? Are you stacking away hush money? How many criminals call you by your first name? Hands right, kid. Get out. You mess with criminals, you get dirty. That's my job, Joe. Hero, huh? Maybe I will be. Well, I'll tell you who the hero is. Johnny. Dillinger? When he dies, thousands will stand in line to see his body. They'll mob the cops that kill him. Wait and see. I don't believe you. Go down the street to the theater. Have you seen that movie? What's on? Manhattan melodrama. I saw it uptown. It's a crime picture. Johnny come all the way to this little theater down here. Planned it. Had to because somebody tipped off the FBI that he'd be here. Come down here to this little theater to see it because he knew that it was going to make him feel good to see how everybody likes a good, solid, gay, happy, everyday superior criminal. Get out, kid. People don't like cops. I've seen movies. Crime movies that say crime doesn't pay. Oh, they mustn't say it good. Or they wouldn't be playing to John Dillinger. surrounded. He shot his way out, remember? Yes. How does it feel to be a few minutes away from taking Dillinger? Mm, feels all right. Like we're capturing, a, isolating something that went wrong and never developed. That just ate away at society instead of contributing to it. Just ate away like a rat in a corn bin. Served no good purpose. It'll be like capturing and isolating something that might have been useful, but isn't. To save society, which is valuable. There was a laundry truck that passed at 1022, about the time a young lady who liked Clark Gable came out of the theater. She'd seen the movie since 4 o'clock and had decided she should go home, perhaps come back the next afternoon. The waitress in the restaurant said she wanted to go home, too, but she said that the restaurant was supposed to stay open until 11 o'clock. She'd worked in that restaurant for four years, and she was getting tired of it. She said nothing ever happens around here. Same old routine, night after night. Same dinners, she said. Never any action around here. At 10.25, a strange and interesting hush came over Lincoln Avenue. The cars moved, as always. But there were many people who did not hear them, whose entire attention was on the theater. The theater. Almost time for the movie to be out, Collins. Mm, it's not quite 10.30, Claire. They're definitely watching the theater, Collins. Sure they are. You see that man over there with the Coke machine at the garage? Uh-huh. That's his fifth Coca-Cola tonight. Mm, they've been here a long time. Collins, don't stand up. Why not, honey? Sit down, please. They might shoot. Oh. Sit down, please. All right, Claire. You just stay down. If, if you lean over a little bit to the side, the edge of the window will help protect you. <laughs> From what, honey? Well, I don't know, but you ought to be protected. It's almost time for the movie to let out. Mm-hmm. 
You'll see people fighting to get one look at him. I don't believe it. People tearing each other apart. I'm tired of hearing you talk, Joe. Why? Because because you, you see so much of the dirty humanity, you think all humanity is dirty. You're looking at me like that boy my daughter brought You've lost faith. I've got all the faith people deserve. No, you haven't. You just haven't. Then stay. Get like me. You'll see tonight. We have to shoot Dillinger. The people will show you who the people's hero is. They'll tear each other apart just to be able to touch Johnny's body. Just wait around, kid. You'll see. signal better if we stand on the sidewalk. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. 10.32. What if it ain't Johnny? I'm the one that gives the signal. It's my decision. Yes, sir. It's Johnny's shoulders. sure the door's locked? Oh, it's locked. Don't you remember? Something terrible is going to happen, Collins. Maybe we ought to leave. Uh, I, I can't leave. Uh, can you? No, no. No, I, I know I ought to leave. I, I shouldn't watch. It's going to be terrible, Collins. I, I know it is, honey. I, I'd like to leave, but I don't, I don't want... I, I don't either. There, Collins, there. Yes. People coming out. Licking their eyes, rubbing their eyes. They're theater people. It, it's over. They're coming out now, Collins. <sighs> the men down there are just standing, watching. Yeah, I see. Talking, you see? But they keep their hands in their pockets. That man over there, you see? Maybe they have a gun. Crooks, cheap crooks, going to kill somebody. But who? Who, Claire? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. I'd yell. I'd warn them. It might them. be any one of those people. It might be that nice young man coming out of the theater now. That there, with those two pretty girls, see? The man in the white shirt and the pretty tie. Nice fella. He reminds me of someone I know. Might even be him they're going to shoot. They're looking at him, Collins, you see? They're moving toward him, Collins, that nice young man. Claire, Claire, you all right? Y yes, yes, I'm all right. I, I was real afraid for you. I, isn't that strange? After 20 years, I, I was still afraid for you. Collins, they shot him. I know, right before my eyes. It was the most terrible thing I ever saw. Don't let me look anymore, Collins. Chief, good Lord, they're out of their minds. Hold them back. Get back. Turn Johnny over. Take his gun out of his hand. You shouldn't have tried to draw, Johnny. It was your last mistake. Three slugs in him, Chief. You'll never see morning. Bring around the ambulance. 
Two pedestrians wounded in the leg, sir. Take care of them. See if Johnny has a ring on his left hand, third finger. Yes, sir, he has. Gold for the ruby? Yes, sir. I told you it was Johnny. In there, Chief. What's the matter with him? He won't talk to anybody. When Johnny turned out there and started pulling the gun out, the kid fired right through the door. Well, what's the matter with him? He won't say. Hey, Harold. What's the matter? They're just like Joe there said. They're animals. Who? People. I saw them out there putting their handkerchiefs down in Johnny's blood. Just to save some of it. Forget it. How can you forget it? They'll be at Johnny's funeral. Thousands. So? And who are we hiding around in doorways, setting traps like criminals? To catch a rat, you set a trap. Get to be like them. Sometimes even we can't tell a cop from a crook. A man can tell himself from a crook. Now snap out of it. Don't him. be too hard on him, Chief. It's well, his, his girl figures somehow, and he shot first, the very first. I know, I saw it. Look, son, listen to me. Maybe I can say something that'll help you to understand the people out there. Look at me, I said. Yeah? Now, you ought to know something about people. You ought to know they don't like authority, rules, laws. Haven't you ever heard them yell, kill the umpire? Don't you know Americans like Jesse James, not the sheriff or the posse? Sure. So what? So that's part of the way we are. Of course, you can't live in a country like this without rules, laws, police, the military. But don't expect people to fall all over us with happiness whenever they see us. We represent what binds and restricts and chafes. Is that why people out there are weeping over Johnny's body? That's part of it. Then, too, there's the reason that Dillinger was colorful, famous, big, the number one criminal in America. Looks like that'd make him hate him more. Does it? Well, when I was a boy out on the farm, I remember killing a rat. A big one. The biggest I'd ever seen. And my mother almost fainted. My father was almost sick. It was the biggest ugliest rat I ever saw. We took that rat down the road to Jamerson's and showed it to the old man. He called his sons. It was the biggest rat they'd ever seen. And we took it all over that part of the county. The next day, people came from far as away as Topton to see it. The biggest rat ever seen. Why people came, I don't know, except people are like that. But don't think they liked it. Don't think they wanted one. Don't think they wanted to be one. Sure, there'll be thousands at Johnny's funeral for one reason or another. Maybe I'll go. Maybe you ought to go. Me? Why? Because he's one of the biggest rats in the world. One of the biggest rats anybody, anywhere, ever saw. And you killed him. resemblance in our characters to Chief Melvin Purvis are the late inspectors Samuel P. Coley or to their FBI men or to the Chicago, Indiana policemen who are with them or to any other person is coincidental. But basic facts connected with the incident of the Dillinger death are from the Federal Bureau of Investigation report. (laughs) 
American Adventure is written by John Ely, directed by John Clayton, produced by the Communication Center of the University of North Carolina. American Adventure is a study of man in the new world, his values and his characteristics, who he is, what he believes. The series is made possible by the National Association of Educational Broadcasters and the Fund for Adult Education, an independent agency established by the Ford Foundation. In The Rat on Lincoln Avenue, Edith Sanford was the woman. Charles Hadley was her husband. Charles Carrault was the boss. Earl Wynn was his assistant. Bill Waddell was the Chicago, Indiana cop. John Ely was the kid. And Joe Gershevsky was the waitress. This is Carl Castle. American Adventure is produced and recorded by the University of North Carolina on the campus at Chapel Hill. Easy Street can be more than just an expression to you. It can be a way of living. Start planning for it today. Begin buying United States savings bonds. Next, the news. Then, X-1 on the NBC radio network.